Hi, thank you for joining me. My name is John Newby. This is John 2028 Apologetics and the Lion and Lamb Podcast. And today's video is going to be on a critique of conservatism, or uh, how should I put this, right-leaning politics. So on my YouTube channel, I have videos where I've criticized um, black Hebrew Israelites. I've criticized uh, Mormons, Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, and on my podcast, I mostly critique the left and uh, mostly, I guess you would call maybe the Democrat Party. So it's only fair that I critique the right. Now, I, I am an, under no illusion that majority of Christians do lean right. I do lean right. Okay. I do lean right. And I'll go ahead and get the elephant out of the room right now. I did vote for Trump. The reason why I voted for Trump, the only reason, well, the, I'd say 90% of the reason I voted for Trump is because he is anti-abortion. That's literally 90% of the reason why, okay? Got nothing to do with anything else. Um, now, do, am I saying he's the best anti-abortion president? No, but he's better than the people he ran against. And that's what I care about. Probably most, not probably, it is what I care about most. Is children, babies, you want to call them a fetus, that just means Latin for small child. Babies getting torn out of the womb and murdered. That is my number one. Okay? And it pisses me off. Anyways, so, yes, I voted for Trump. And for that reason. Now, again, I do know that the majority of Christians are conservative slash right-leaning and this is might ruffle some feathers, but if you disagree with anything I say, then you need to back it up with Scripture. If you disagree with anything I say, you need to back it up with Scripture. And you can email me and tell me where I'm wrong at newbie, that's my last name, N-E-W-B-Y, that's November Echo Whiskey Bravo Yankee 5593, that was my high school and college football numbers, at gmail.com. Newbie5593 at gmail.com. Or you can send me a message on my Instagram at John2028Apologetics. Or you can send me a message on YouTube. Whatever you want. But don't give me uh, how you feel because the heart is deceiving. As I believe King David wrote in Proverbs. So I don't want anything about how you feel. You need to back it up with Scripture because Scripture is our ultimate authority, right? Whatever scripture says. So what I'm about to say and how I'm about to critique, you're going to have to back it up with scripture if you disagree with anything I say. So check your feelings at the door. Pull out the word of God, the inspired word of God. Second Timothy 3, that all scriptures God breathe. That's theonoustos. The Greek word is theonoustos. means breathed out by God. Theonu means theology. So that is my authority. That is your authority as a Christian. So come at me with a scripture. And this is where iron sharpens iron. Proverbs. Iron sharpens iron. So if a brother or sister is listening to this podcast and I say something that is not biblical, 
and show me where I'm wrong and I will correct it. <clears throat> That's what we're supposed to do. Okay. So anyways. Now. I will begin my, my, my criticism of the right. Okay. I saw a sign. And you can go on eBay. Like I live in northwest Florida. It's as red as it gets. Alright. Red as it gets. And. There are stations where you drive up and down the highway. I mean, there's probably, I don't know, five. And this is October, or no, excuse me, November of 2021. So this is basically a year after the election. And they still have Trump uh, stuff being sold out at these stations. At One of them is like an old abandoned gas station that has been propped up with stuff conservative right-leaning stuff and Trump and everything else like that. And there's other places on the side of the road, got Trump stuff. I mean, there's probably a good half dozen. I'm not joking. All right. And what really threw me off was a couple things. The first one, and I talked to my my brother, our brother, excuse me, our brother, Tricky Mick. He's on my YouTube channel. He comments on a lot of my videos. He's got my personal phone number. He's a brother in Christ about all the false prophets that came out prophesizing about Trump. And we'll talk about that second here in a minute. Okay. And at these stations, now back to the stations that are around, around my house, I saw a sign and this is what really threw me off. It says, Jesus is my God, or it says, Jesus is my Lord or Jesus is my savior. Trump 2024 or Trump is my president. Okay, now you've lost me. All right, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. There is no name that is worthy to go on any flag or any sign with Jesus. There is no name. Okay? People want to put their faith or their... Their hope into a man. And that is blasphemy. Hey, Jesus is the God man. He's eternally existed in the bosom of the Father, came down, came down on his own accord, humbled himself as a servant, put himself on the cross, gave his life. Then resurrected, defeated death, resurrected three days, and now sits on the singular throne with the Father. One singular throne with the Father, as stated in Revelation. And sent the Holy Spirit, which is the Spirit of God, and is in direct communication with the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is God as well. This is the power of Christ. You know, the one who knows all things, the one that sees you struggle with sin like pornography and anger and frustration and saw you steal or saw all the bad things you did and all you have to do is repent and he knows about it and he still loves you and forgives you and still died about, still died for you knowing that you would do what you've done 2,000 years ago. No, I'm sorry, from the foundations of the earth. That's who we're talking about. 
No, no man's name deserves to go on any flag or anything else. I don't care if it's under. I don't care where it's at. They are unrelated. They are unrelated. And I'm going to tell you how it's so unrelated. Okay? Throughout of all scripture, scripture has warned us from Genesis to Revelation. From Moses and Noah and Elijah, um, David, Solomon, uh, to the New Testament over Peter, Paul... All of them have failed. All of them have done something to... I mean, Moses made God so mad that God said he was going to kill him. So, throughout a scripture, that's what it's all about. Where man, God appoints men and sometimes women like Deborah... But a majority of them men, he appoints them into a, in a situation to help... You know, uh, extend the extend the events of the coming Messiah from the Old Testament, from from Genesis to Malachi, to help give us the law and give us the rules and give us the way we're supposed to live. And all these laws and rules are foreshadowing Christ, and they fail over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. I mean, what King uh, David brought had hundreds of women and concubines and allowed idol worship into God's temple. Can you think think about that? This is where man has fought, failed all the time. The Jews were so... The Jews... Are, let me tell you about names. The Bible is also very strict on this stuff. Jewish custom, they won't even say Jehovah or Yahweh's name. Very, very seldom is that name ever used in scripture because it's the it's the name it's the name of God very seldom though they would use like the Greek Septuagint they would use L O R D in capital L O R D or Adonai which is another Hebrew name for Lord okay and when you read the New Testament, what is it, Jesus, there is no other name. There is no other name. But on this name, every knee shall bow, every tongue will confess. Okay? Jesus saying, I am. He used a name to describe himself in John. And what did the um, Pharisees say? They picked up, they yelled blasphemy because he used the precious name of God in Exodus. At the burning bush, I am, ego, I me in Greek. So this is, uh, yeah, Donald Trump's name does not need or near, nor should it go near anything related to Christ. Okay? And then you, people would put a sign in the front yard that would say Trump. Does any of these people have a sign in their yard that says Christ? Who are we really putting our faith in? Who are we really putting our backbone behind? The God man? Or somebody who pushes back to the social media? 
Trust me, I get it. I get some of the appeal to Trump. I get some of it. I get some of it, okay? He's somebody who pushes against the left. He's, he pushes against um, social media. He, um, you know, their, their ethical moral standards like on Twitter and all that, which is ridiculous. He pushes against it. I get it. I get it. But he didn't die and rise. He did not die and rise for you. And if you can wear a red hat or put a Trump sign in your front yard, and you're not wearing a shirt that has Jesus or a cross or something like that, what I'm saying is, if you're displaying your political beliefs more than the Son of God who died and rose again for you, you need to check yourself. This over-sensationalism of men has plagued us since the beginning of time. To all those names I listed in the Old Testament a second ago, from Moses and Noah to like, like Trump today. That's a plague that men have. And I say men, I mean humanity. People. So get a grip. Okay? Get a grip. And don't think you're in a crowd of people who are like you because they all support Trump. The scripture says our family and our like-mindedness is under Christ, not Trump or Biden or Obama or any other politician. Okay? that a hard pill to swallow? You think because you're in a crowd full of people with red hats? That all of a sudden, hey, I'm around like-minded people. Oh, are you? Are you? Because according to the scripture, that's not what determines who your family is. And it ain't skin color either. It's when you're under the covenant of the blood of Christ and you're sealed with the Holy Spirit. All glory to the Father. Point number two that Tricky Mick brought up. Me and him talked on the phone. Solid brother. And when we talked about this, we both came to the conclusion that we felt that these, the, all these, I mean, you can go on YouTube right now. Just go on YouTube right now and type in, I think it was his name, Ken Commit or something like that. These, uh, all these uh, prophecies about Trump getting reelected. I think that God is using this to cut off the fat. He wants to cut off the bull crap from his church. Men, all these false and fake prophecies. The Bible says specifically that if anyone were to prophecy and it don't come true, to be done with them. So all these fake prophets that said anything like this, they need to repent because even though they are in sin, there's no sin that the blood of Christ can't cover. Besides blasphemy the Holy Spirit, we'll talk about that another day. But they need to repent 
of their false prophecy. They should make a public declaration that they were in error. And if they don't, it's because of pride. And if they don't because it's because of pride, then what does that tell you? Because the word of God, there is no... Um, there is no other view about what this is besides the Word of God. There's no pushback. But I do believe that Christianity... Well, let me, let me, let me word this right. I think that Christianity is not spreading, and if you want to use the word dying or getting, or getting smaller and smaller, it is. But what are we losing? I don't think we're losing the hardcore. I think the hardcore getting stronger. Because how many times, and I, th I think I mentioned this on my podcast before, where I've ran into a, a quote Christian, but doesn't read the Bible, or a quote Christian, but believes there's other ways. We don't need that. Those are worse than an atheist or an agnostic or a Muslim. They are worse because they are trying to carry the title and showcase Christianity to the world, yet they don't live by Christ, they don't believe in Christ, they wouldn't die for Christ. That is worse. The wolf in sheep's clothing. You ever heard that one? So, let's cut it off. Let's cut it off. What is it? What is it? Rocky seas make great sailors. It takes pressure to make diamonds. Let's go. Bury yourself in the word. Read the word. Read the word. Read the word. Be under the authority of a pastor or a priest. Go to church. Focus on your brothers and sisters that are under Christ, not who have an R by their name and support an, uh, a politician with an R or a D or an I. We under JC, baby. You feel me? Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not saying Christians shouldn't get involved in the politics. Christians getting involved in politics is a good thing. Um... They were, there was, uh, they used to, in Rome, they used to throw all the small girls away and children born into, with disease and birth defects. And Christians slowly got involved and it became a, uh, against, uh, it, it, the law was lifted up against Christianity, what, in the, in the mid to late three, uh, 300s. And that's when they started implementing the Christian beliefs and laws into that and it took that away and the gladiatorial pits took that away. So Christians should be involved in the politics, but politics do not define you. Donald Trump doesn't define you. Obama doesn't define you. Biden doesn't define you. Jesus Christ defines you. You understand the big difference? Okay. So, if you got a problem with uplifting men, it's auto worship.
if you watch Fox News and listen to Trump speeches more than you read the gospel or listen to a sermon, that's a problem. If you've attended more conservative or Republican rallies than you've attended church, that's a problem. If you have a brother in Christ but is not a Republican and you have um, problems with him because of his beliefs, that's a problem. Get over it. Again, if you see any error in anything that I've said, email me, message me. Well, I hope I didn't offend you, but if I did, I really don't care. Because God's my ultimate authority and Scripture's my ultimate authority. Sometimes we all need to look in the mirror. Because remember, I am a conservative. I am a conservative. Period. But if you can't self-critique yourself, then you got some serious pride issues. But you know what? I'm your brother in Christ and I'll pray with you and pray for you and I'm here for you and do the same for me. Because I'm not perfect either. Was it Paul says none of us are good, not a one? I'm a terrible, terrible, horrible creature. Horrible. I am scum. I am not worthy to have the gift of salvation. And that's why it's a gift that none of us can boast. The gift of grace. God bless you. I love you. In Jesus' name.